1: Bedrosian throws to Sandberg and the pitch is grounded to second base. Thompson has it. Throws to first. It's over. 27 years of waiting have come Gone in. The Giants have won the pennant.
0: All right, Brad, we are
1: back. We lied. We said we weren't going to do a show this week. You're back from Hawaii. <laughs> I, I don't leave until tomorrow. I psyched myself out. For, I had taken the day off of Monday just for work and to kind of get ready and not war, having to worry about working and then packing and so in my head I was like, oh yeah but I'm leaving Monday, which is our show and then I just looked at the schedule I was like no, I don't leave until Tuesday so we're good <laughs> so we're able to do this show you're we're back here. Yeah. you look you look nice and relaxed and happy and yeah so how chill. was how was why It was pretty
2: chill, brother. Pretty chill. You got to talk like them when you're over there too, because well, it just
1: people keep telling happens. me that that they're gonna think that I'm a local.
2: You know what? I wouldn't doubt that. You you what you need to do is put on a resort shirt <laughs> while you're there and just walk around. Uh, you got to have black shoes, black socks, resort shirt. Uh, cool necklace. I because they a lot of them have cool necklaces. Working. Oh, there, there we go. So I got my Maui hook uh, with my Rasta colors. Um, but uh, yeah, you're gonna have a blast. Um, we only go to Maui whenever we've gone so far. Um, but Kauai, uh, I heard, is just super awesome. They call it the Garden Island. Uh, every video I saw on the news, while I, was, I I like to watch the news. I'm a local news guy because I used to work in local news. So watching local news is always kind of fun. Um, so anytime they had stories about the Garden Island, uh, their garden, the Garden Isle, uh, just the pictures from there were. Just phenomenal. So you guys are going to have a really good time. And Crystal's okay with you doing all that. I mean, you're supposed to be packing. Are you
1: packed? <laughs> that's the whole um, thing. I, I'm not packed, but I have all my stuff picked out. Nice. I just need to work with her on like how much sliver of a suitcase space do I get for my stuff. Yes. And so that, that's that's what I'm doing. <laughs> but, um, okay. So so tell me about the ability to transport yourself and your family around Hawaii. We were told taxi services are really hard. Rental cars are, are, are 20 times the amount of how much it usually takes. Like, how did you guys get around doing what you guys were doing?
2: Okay, so mother-in-law is in charge of all of the planning and everything else so we were supposed to go in 2020 july of 2020 so Us they were too. able, we yeah were supposed to
1: go second week august
2: that's right you're supposed to go right after the wedding yeah. um as a matter of fact i wore this shirt this <laughs> Giant i wore this shirt for your wedding yes you did yes our zoom um, wedding <laughs> that's right uh and you guys were supposed to go so and we were supposed to go in july and uh so we got all of the car rentals just kind of flipped over to this year got it so we really didn't have to do much with that so the rental was there uh so we had a car rental driving around maui it's really not difficult there's one highway you know, goes around the island uh, from the airport to our place where we stay. It's about an hour drive. Uh, and then we went to like the Maui Ocean Center, which is awesome. Second time we've ever been there. Love that place. They have uh, sea turtles, sharks, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, you can learn about the coral reefs and everything else. Uh, and then we went to Maui Brewing Company. Uh, one night we usually go two nights. I couldn't talk everybody into a second (laughs) night. So we just got there one night, but I did buy some Maui beer while I was there. Uh, had that on the beach, but yeah, so, so the driving around wasn't a problem. Um, but the rental cars, if you do happen to get a rental car, do a walk around before you get into the rental car, because Again, they're so scarce and they just kind of give them out to you. So I did a quick walk around of ours and I was like, "Mm, my back tires are bald, like (laughs) bald. I mean, to the point where if we hit any water, which, you know, it rains there all the time you hit any water we were in trouble so i went back and told them and they go oh let's upgrade you to an suv uh like a with a third row seat that we can knock down and then we're able to get all of our luggage in and everything but uh but it was all good the kids are 14 and 12 now so lugging them around and not a problem we didn't need the car seats or anything like that but um but yeah i did hear from other people the transportation like they would get there and they go oh let's just go ahead and get a car no you, if you get there and you want to get a car, it's not going to happen.
1: I don't yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had plans to go to a few different restaurants. I imagine some of those restaurants, which are a couple of miles away, might be uh, actually harder to, to for us to get to, based on you know what the shuttles and all that stuff is is available. So, but I've never been, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, can't wait, but also very glad that we were able to do this today. So the next show, and I I promise I'm not lying this time, (laughs) I I don't get back to town until next, uh, Tuesday evening, yeah. So depending on your schedule, we could do something Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, there's your Amazon guy oh, behind all right. you.
2: Yeah, I thought he was going to come a little bit earlier, but uh, <laughs> yeah. My wife's Kindle uh, reader broke, and she's a massive reader, so uh, we, we got a new one, so it's out there on the porch now. Yeah,
1: people know we're doing <laughs> this in real time, man. That's right, man. <laughs> this is real life. Um, and, and so, <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and so um, I will we'll, we'll figure out when to do the next show, because it's kind of a bummer because the trade deadline will already be passed by the time we get back. So, you know, we'll be able to talk about that stuff post haste, but anyways.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to be I'm going to be dialed into your Instagram cuz I want to see pictures of Kauai cuz I've yeah. I've seen Maui a, a lot. I want to see these pictures of Kauai. I want to see your hiking, I want to see all the other cool stuff you guys are going to be up to. But maybe check with the resort too when it comes to restaurants around there, uh getting you to the restaurants. They want you to spend money, so they're not going to yeah. It's, yeah, you're yeah, yeah, not yeah. going to be like, "Oh no, I'm sorry, we can't get you there." No, totally, totally. You. Totally. Yeah.
1: All right, we do have a lot to talk about. Yes. Uh last week, Jeremy, my buddy Jeremy uh Finestone pinch hit for you. Uh so that was a lot of fun and awesome um, job. Awesome job. And uh but yeah, we shouldn't have too many more weeks at least through the rest of the season where we would have to change anything around. So I think we're going to be good to go. Yeah. Um but yeah, let's so let's talk about it. So Um, I think it's interesting to start – I feel like let's get the player of the week out of the way. And by saying out of the way, I don't mean that it's not important. But I actually (laughs) want to talk about a couple of players this week. And one of them is the person who won the player of the week award just because – of how tremendous uh, his power has been lately. So I kind of spoil it a little bit, but why don't you break down the voting here that you just put out this morning? Yeah. So this was kind of a fun one because, you know, even
2: though it was a four and three week, right. Did I get the math right?
1: Yes. It was a four
2: and three week started out as a fantastic week, uh, three and one against the Dodgers. And then kind of stunk it up against the pirates a little bit, but um There were a lot of guys that did some good stuff. Not a lot of great pitching performances this week. Uh, Bullpen was lights out in the Dodgers series. It did really well except for that one game. Um, So kind of looking at it, it kind of leaned towards offense a little bit. Um, So the three guys I put out there this time, third place in the voting today, just didn't get a whole lot of love but he had an outstanding week was Tyro Estrada. He only got 3.7% of the vote. Uh, Estrada hit 360 this week, uh, 443 Woba, two home runs, five ribs, a stolen base, and five runs. He had a couple of key home runs um, and and some key base hits to drive in some runs too, but he only ended up with 3.7% of the vote.
1: And most importantly yeah. for him, it's filling Crawford's shoes, right? Because yes, we... Uh, are awaiting Crawford to get healthy, but if Estrada plays good baseball, then it makes that pain of having Crawford gone it makes it hurt a little bit less, and they don't have to worry about making some trade that you know maybe a little short sighted because of the need. If he can fit in and he can play good ball, that's just a that's a positive. Oh, absolutely, and
2: I mean it's it's the magic Farhan touch. I mean it's like who. <laughs> Who has he picked up this season where we've been like, oh, that guy's a bum. He he, he can't do anything. Pretty much everybody he's picked up this season who's got plugged into the Giants lineup has done something really good at some point. Yeah. Uh, Not just like a game here or there, but like Tyra Estrada, when he really kind of came up to stick with the giants in, in, uh, when they were in Arizona and then he had those two games right off the bat where he had a home run it, it, and then he gets a grand slam uh, a week or so ago. I mean, it's just, he's been playing lights out. So it was kind of a bummer that he only got 3.7% of the boat today, but it wasn't his week because he got out by a couple of other, other guys, um, Alex Wood came in second with 7.4% of the vote. So that tells you the winner uh, is a landslide. Mm -hmm. Um, But Alex Wood had a pretty good week. He had a two-start week. And usually if you're a starting pitcher and you get a two-start week, um, you're going to be in this poll as long as you don't, you know, have two bad um, starts, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you don't poop the bed, you're gonna be all right, you're gonna end up probably in this poll somewhere. Uh, so Alex Wood had two starts, he was one and oh three point four eight 3.48 ERA, 10 and a third innings uh, on the week, which isn't you know a lot for two starts, but uh, at this time of the season, the Giants bullpen has been pitching lights out, that's not horrible. Um, so in 10 and a third innings, he struck out 15 and only walked three. He did hit three guys and two of them were against the Dodgers in his start. Um, and I think he hurt both of those Dodgers, uh, when, when he hit both of them, uh, I think it was Muncie. Yeah. They had to come out of the game. Yeah. And he had to come out
1: of the game and somebody else had to come out of the game. So, hmm. so I heard, Hmm. I heard an awesome stat yesterday, which was Alex Wood. Is now eight and zero? Yes. Starting after a loss. Yes. So talk about, right. talk about picking up the you know the team there to the very dependable. And look, the Giants aren't losing very many games, right? They're right. they still have the best record in baseball. So for whatever, uh, who's who's pitching in front of him? We got to figure <laughs> that one out. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, if he's eight and zero on the season, <laughs> we're only halfway through the season.
2: They got to figure out who's pitching <laughs> before him and fix that issue uh it was gossman the night before yeah uh you know and gossman just had a rough start he's going through some personal stuff right now his wife's pregnant um you know having some issues took a little bit of personal leave so his mind is elsewhere right now he gets a flyer i mean you know life takes precedence over anything else going on so absolutely
1: 100
2: but usually if usually if gossman's going before him he's going to get a w but yeah um so so that was his week and 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 winning the poll this week 80 88.9 percent of the vote almost 89 percent of the vote led from the start um led from the start because i was the first one to vote and i voted for him Uh, (laughs) lamont wade jr 88.9 percent of the vote uh 360 average this week 585 woba four home runs seven rib week Um, a stolen base and six run score and still playing really good defense. Um, You know, I think he had one gaffe that led to a couple of runs against the Pirates, if I remember. Um, But, but other than that, still playing really good defense, still um, shoring up first base while belt is gone, which brings up a, a point when belt comes back, you know, Lamont Wade Jr. is an outfielder. Uh, Giants can have that fourth outfielder at that point. If they can get Belt back quickly, that trade deadline starts to look really juicy for some of the Giants' extra outfielders and what they can maybe pull in. Uh, if there's teams looking for major league ready outfielders, a fourth outfielder, a third outfielder, um, can the Giants bring in another left-handed pitcher? Can they bring in a right-handed reliever? Uh, wh- what can they do at that point? So it, it, it'll be pretty interesting. But congrats. To- so Lamont Wade Jr. I think he's our uh, he's a, a two-time two-time winner.
1: winner. Yeah, uh, so there you go. He is he's still over left-handed pitching, correct? I believe so. <laughs> which is <laughs> which is tough,
2: but you know when he has a week like this, you always you, you kind of have that hope that things are starting to turn around, maybe. But you know, we'll, we'll see how how the rest of the season. That's it, got to... That's got to get fixed at some point. I got to look at his splits now because you bring that up. Wow. So, so- um
1: I w- I got to listen to a lot of the radio. I when I say a lot, I, I almost get to listen to zero of the radio cuz if I'm watching the game, it's going to be on TV. But two opportunities, one was the uh the game the 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 game <laughs> the Dodger game where John Miller he's giving everybody heart attacks. <laughs> uh, and I'll explain yeah. like my my uh process with John there. Uh and but then there was the game yesterday. I was coming home from the gym, they won, and I got to listen to the rap. And Kruko asked Kuiper, you know, Kuiper, uh won not the power hitter uh that Lamont Wade has become, obviously, in his career. So Kruko asked him, he's like, look, you know, would lamont wade give up one of those two home runs for a little duck snort off of left-handed pitching and Kype's like yep he totally would <laughs> he sure would because that's kind of a thing so uh, those yes. guys were cracking me up kyper was back it was awesome to hear him oh yeah you know he was back for the weekend and uh, just great to great to see him uh, just like you know it's it's really like if you think about that broadcasting team the four of them together how long have they been together in our lifetime? At least the last twelve years? I'm trying to think of when when uh when Fleming would have come on. You're talking Ten about years? the four. The four of them together. Yeah. 15 years when did when did Fleming come through
2: I want to say Fleming probably came in around 2008 2009 or or was he a rookie in 2010 he might have been a rookie broadcaster for the Giants in 2010 I'm going to look it up now by the way uh Lamont Wade Jr is Oh, for 18 versus lefties, one walk, um, seven strikeouts. <laughs> he has scored two runs, though, against lefties.
1: <laughs> I don't know if that one, I mean, that one is- walk. So he must have got on by fielder's choice or maybe yeah. struck out and wild error league. or something. Yeah.
2: Let's see. Fleming filled in for John Miller in 2003. Wow. So uh, Fleming broadcast the Phillies' Kevin Millwood's no-hitter against the Giants <laughs> in uh, 2000, I'm, I'm, 2003. I'm surprised they didn't fire him right after that game.
1: Do you remember, and I, I want to say we told this story on the podcast last year, but do you remember our buddy Robert Portnoy, and I say our buddy, mm-hmm. I haven't seen Robert in so long. It's been a ridiculous amount of time. Yeah. Um, he had told me a story back in the day, back in the day, that when the giants signed fleming they were actually listening to tapes of whoever fleming's partner was at stanford and so they're, they're 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 scouting this this other guy and then they hear fleming on the tapes and like no we like that guy better i, I that's what robert told me like i I, I would assume that's true. Like he's not gonna I, just tell me something crazy like that.
2: No, and I remember that same story from him too. So and I wouldn't doubt it because, because Robert was a triple A, you know, he he broadcast AAA baseball for the Dodgers and uh, had put his, his own tape into a couple of different places as well. He was um, he
1: was like that's as close as you can get to a big league job, too. Absolutely. Like
2: when, and when you're got. sitting behind Vince Scully it's kind of tough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not, you're not going to automatically get thrown that job. I mean, you've got Charlie, what is Charlie Steiner? You've got Vin Scully. You've got those guys in front of you. So it's like, I believe he put in his tapes other places. Yeah. yeah he was yeah, like, yeah. I'll, I'll see, I'll feel out, you know, what the Marlins are doing and whatnot. So, but, uh, but yeah, I, I have also heard that story um, that, that they were listening to the other uh, broadcaster. Don't know the name. Um, and I think I, we probably ran into Fleming at some point because Fleming was with uh Stanford when we were with San Jose State mm-hmm. so we probably ran across him at, at certain times cuz i was doing women's basketball men's basketball uh San Jose State baseball uh San Jose Giants baseball but when we were doing San Jose Giants baseball uh I don't think Fleming was doing minor league baseball at that time he was just doing Stanford uh sports so but I'm pretty sure we crossed paths at some point we ran across so many broadcasters over the year it was crazy
1: over the years
2: yeah all
1: right so uh Lamont Wade is the winner two-time winner here the person I wanted to bring up Was Jay Jackson, because when the Giants brought him up, I literally had no idea who he was because he wasn't a prospect. So it's not like I was following him in the prospects list. And then I'm starting to do some research and I'm like, wow, this dude's like 33 years old. Like he, he was drafted in 2008. What is his story? And so you start to read his story and it's he goes to Japan. He's been playing in Japan. He's had three different stints in Major League Baseball all the way back to 2015 with the Padres. And so then uh Andrew Baggerly wrote a story today where he's got this like custody thing going on in Japan with his son, which is a really heart-wrenching story. And man, just uh, you're just all of a sudden like I'm just rooting for this guy. He's coming out like you know, he's he's pitching some quality innings for us. I think he's he's like gotten like 18 out of 19 batters out uh in, in his appearances so far. So he's he's on fire and then you read this story about him and it's it's pretty crazy. If you are a uh, a subscriber to the Athletic, definitely read that that piece. But Jay Jackson, what do you think? He could you know, I know the Giants are probably going to be looking for relievers and starters come the trade deadline. They got Jay Jackson in their back pocket. I don't know how real he is for them. But man, he like, whenever he goes out there, I'm like, all right, like, like, which is different from how I feel about Tyler Rogers, even though Tyler Rogers is also having a great season.
2: Yeah, exactly. And with Jay Jackson too, he, he pitched, um, how many years in the, in the Japanese league, but, but his ERA was like 2.1 something or 2.2 something. It was ridiculous. So the guy's a great pitcher. Um, but those personal issues he's going through—that was really tough to read because in different countries they do things obviously way differently than we we, we do here. Yeah, um, and and in Japan it is uh, what what from reading the article from Baggerly, it's pretty much in Japan, its possession is nine tenths of of the law. So his uh, his ex has his child, and because she has the child in Japan she has possession of the child because their laws date way back to the point where it was, if that thing, meaning that human was in your home, it's a possession. It's no different than a couch. You you own the house, you own the couch, you own the house, you own the child, the child's in the house. So him trying to see his child. Um, it's a tough read. It's, it's very, um, like you said, it's very heart wrenching to know that he can't even, um, FaceTime with his child. He's just trying to get to FaceTime with his child. His child is two years old now. Last time he he saw him was uh, you know about a year ago or so, and so he's just trying to get in touch with him that way to say you know I'm part of your life still. I'm going to be part of your life no matter what. Uh, read the article. It's just awesome. I can't do it justice. Andrew Baggerly's such a great writer. Um, it's 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 a fantastic read. But uh, he is my new favorite giant, Jay Jackson, mm-hmm. just because uh, I uh, there's a link in the article too, to his clothing line, the, uh, Oh, I, I closed the thing, unfortunately, but, um, he's got this, you know, uh, kind of the smiles, um, clothing line. And, uh, it's really cool. Cause it's, you know, just about being in, positive in, in and, smiles. We trust in smiles. We trust. That's what it is. And I, yeah. I sent you a link to a, a t-shirt and I'm all in on that shirt. I'm going to buy that shirt. It's really, it says in smiles. We trust, Um, And it's this full Jay Jackson line because, you know, he mentions in the article too that he just wants to go to the ballpark, perform, be happy, be a positive uh, person on the field. Uh, And because everybody is out there working their nine to fives and they come to watch us play baseball, he says, and and he just wants to get that positivity out there so he can see that, you know, we're having a good time. And that's a good clubhouse presence too. I mean, when you get guys who are down, uh, you know, 0 for 18 against left-handers. Then you got Jay Jackson over there saying, "Hey man, it's it's all good. You know, we're just playing a game. We're having fun. Let's go out there and have fun." And that's the type of thing that can get kind of, um, you know, just passed around the, uh, the 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 clubhouse and make you really think, like, "Yeah, we're out here just having a good time. Let's go out there and then and then Lamont Wade Jr. is going to break his verse lefties uh, <laughs> streak." So. <laughs>
1: So just a, f- a little bit more information about Jay. He was uh, he went to Furman University in South Carolina. He was drafted in the ninth round by the Chicago Cubs in the two thousand and eight amateur draft. Uh, because he's bounced around, he he's not even going to be a free agent until two thousand and twenty seven when he's <laughs> almost forty years old. <laughs> That's that's the old uh, what is it that? that the old
2: six year rule right <laughs> when you're drafted you gotta do your time in six years and now how does he keep getting passed around from teams though I guess okay, trades yeah, right so, yeah so it's
1: very interesting right so his full name Randy Jackson there's hey. a few Randy
2: Jacksons yeah out well there. his dad is Randy Jackson too so that's uh, I think he named his child after his dad as well. It
1: must be different middle names because there's I no think third the, yeah, I think that yeah, I think the child has two different names. One is more of a yes. Japanese name and then one is uh is Randy Jackson the 3rd, I believe. Okay, yeah, so yeah. uh so he um so he kind of bounces around the minor leagues um all the way through 2000 and Uh, gosh, 2015. And he finally makes the San Diego Padres team in 2015. So you're talking about from 2008 to 2015, just bouncing around Chicago Cubs affiliate, Florida Marlins affiliate, or Miami Marlins affiliate, Milwaukee, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee again. Um, and then the Padres and he makes the big club, uh, with the Padres. He he has uh, six appearances And uh, does not pitch terrifically well in those six appearances. Even goes to Mexico in 2014, 2015. And then in 2016 and 2017, he plays for Hiroshima in the Japanese League. And he has a really good season. um, You know, low ERA, high strikeouts. In 2018, uh, he's back with Hiroshima, uh, another really quality season, and then he's back in triple a in two thousand and nineteen with Milwaukee makes the big club has twenty eight appearances, so he actually does get some some time and he he pitches okay um you know not 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 really tearing the roof off with w- with his stuff, but uh goes back to Japan for two thousand and twenty. We were obviously in this weird situation. <laughs> Giants sign him. 2021 he has eight he has eight games in uh in sacramento and i don't think he gives up a run and so (laughs) he comes in uh, three hits in 11 innings and so then he comes into to the to the big club and he's so far six innings zero hits nine strikeouts one walk and that is where we are with one jay jackson today And he
2: very well could have made the roster out of uh, spring training as well, but he tore his hamstring in spring training uh, actually off the bone, right? I mean, it was really bad hamstring tear and didn't make it back uh, up to the majors until um, mid-July, so pretty amazing story uh he is my new favorite pitcher whenever he comes in i will stop what i'm doing i will watch him getting out of the jam yesterday against the pirates was uh kind of a, a highlight of the game that was awesome came in with the bases loaded and i think the game i think at that point it was either 1-1 or, or 2-1 we were up 2-1 i think to, um lamont Wade jr had already hit his second home run uh so the and, and bases loaded and he came in and got out of the jam so that that was pretty awesome
1: all right, so for the uh the video podcast, you saw this graphic at the yeah. beginning which Love is it. The, the bait la. My fav- <laughs> my favorite thing, one of my favorite things in the world. Uh those those listening on the podcast, it's just a, a the I always post this in on Twitter, in our Facebook group, which is uh, some Giants fans spelling beat LA and the E and the A is <laughs> in the wrong spot. So it is bait LA That's and awesome. So the Giants go into LA and Jeremy uh who who was on the show with me last week he was very glass half full. For yeah. whatever reason I was glass half empty. I was a little apprehensive, I was a little conservative. I was like, "Oh man, you know, Crawford's out. Dodgers are they're just chomping at the bit." And then the, you know, all what what I didn't mention at the time, though, is the Dodgers are dealing with their own injuries too. You know, there's this Trevor Bauer situation. Did you read the latest thing on Trevor Bauer? I
2: I haven't read the latest thing, but, but uh, unless you're talking about the clubhouse. Yes, is that what you're talking about? Yes. yes. Yes.
1: So I have a Dodgers fan buddy who I was asking. I was like, "Hey man, like what is this situation? This this was uh this would have been during the series cuz he was he was uh he and I were kind of going back and forth. He's a Dodger fan. He lives in LA. And I was like, "What's going on with Bauer?" And he says that he's he thinks that Bauer's not coming back to the team. And I was like, "What do you mean? Like, how could that be possible?" And he's like, "The guys don't want him, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know." And, and and I guess you know we we've been talking about we've been talking about Bauer. We were talking about him in the offseason. We're like, "Ah, oh, he should come to the Giants." And then when he picked the Dodgers, we're like, "Ah, oh, f." Trevor Bauer yeah but the the thing the 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 one reason why you probably were okay with Trevor Bauer not coming to the Giants is because of the shenanigans right like he's yes. very outspoken he's a little off he has his YouTube show um, he takes this interesting deal with the Dodgers and so uh, you know I, I guess it comes down to you know we'll deal with the shenanigans as long as our our goals aren't interfered with, and because he's got this case out with this woman who um, said that uh, he sexually uh, abused her, that is kind of screwing with what they're trying to do, which is which is win a championship. So it's almost like he's persona non grata in the clubhouse, and they don't want him back. And I find it so fascinating because you know we can go back to uh, the thing that I compared this to was Kobe Bryant in 2003 there was a situation in Colorado I think I have the year right a situation mm-hmm. in Colorado Yep. woman said that he sexually abused her and he fought he was fighting this this case he would play basketball then he'd fly for the for, for the trial and then he'd come back and he'd play basketball and so essentially what happens is I think she takes a deal or whatever and he he's okay to play but the fan base and this now now we're talking almost 20 years now but the fan base i remember the fan base just being like so anti woman who was possibly sexually abused and so pro Kobe Bryant pro athlete oh how could he possibly do this right and so now you know we're talking 19 years later it feels a little flipped to me and and that's probably part of kind of you know where we are today, um, me too. Uh, so you know we we've seen things happen where guys kind of skate around these things, but and I'm not even Im- Im- implicating Trevor Bauer in any way. Like right. I literally have no idea what's going on, but it's just the 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 culture and the temperature around this has changed, and now like his teammates don't even want him in the clubhouse, according to kind of what's the latest. I, I find that really fascinating because he is. <laughs> when he's on, like, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. So now they may have to go find somebody and replace him if he's not going to be there for the rest of the season. Yeah, uh,
2: and you're right. And it it does feel like a a bit of a flip, too, because, I mean, keeping in mind, like, he had his shenanigans and this goes way past shenanigans yes. to the point of a, of of a crime it's being investigated by the police department um t- charges could be brought he could be arrested um he could have a you know couple million dollar bail It could be a flight risk. Who knows? I mean, it's gone way past shenanigans of, uh, you know, cutting his finger on a drone like he did, you know, back in the playoffs uh, with the Indians. uh, Sorry, Guardians. Guardians. um, The Cleveland Guardians back uh, however long ago that was. Um, You know, Arizona Diamondbacks didn't want him either because he was such a, you know, kind of a mess with them. Uh, He pitched here in Reno uh, with the Reno Aces. Um, coming up with the Diamondbacks organization. Um, so, yeah, it, it does feel like a bit of a flip, which is great, uh, because there is a victim here, yeah. uh, alleged victim. It's still, again, you know, I, I work in, in the court system, um, I work, um, you know, on 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 one side of the court system, and and even though I'm on that side, I still believe you've got to have all the facts. You, yeah. You've got to have everything in before you can even begin to build a case. Um, that's still being gathered. Uh, article I read is is that they're taking so much time to do this too, is because. They said, you know, we've screwed up. The the L.A. Police Department came out and said, we've screwed up before with celebrities. We've charged things too early before we've had all the facts because of public pressure. So they're really taking a step back. I, I mean, in Reno, when you get an investigation into something like this, it's pretty damn quick. That investigation is over in like three to maybe five days a week, max you're done. You've got all the evidence. You're ready to say we have enough or we don't have enough. Um, So the reason why that's taken so long is, is because of that, they don't want to screw this up. Um, But yeah, it, it is really telling for a clubhouse a championship clubhouse to sit there and say you know, we don't want this guy back man yeah he may be the best pitcher in baseball but even if they come back and say we don't have enough evidence we can't say that this was a crime uh he's free to continue playing baseball or or whatever for them to come out and say we don't want the distraction we don't want this guy around um, that, that's big. I mean, that, that's, that's pretty big because you, uh, you also have to wonder now, what is his career going to be like from this point on? Um, you know, I kind of look at the, the Ray Rice situation with, with Baltimore, the running back, there was video involved in that. The guy never played another game, in, uh, in his life. He was done, um, let go. Um, this is a different situation where you have, um, some evidence. You don't have any video evidence. You don't have any audio evidence other than phone calls. Um, it's, you know, it's one of those tricky situations where it's a, he said, she said, um, so you really have to do a deep investigation into that, but, but, but yeah, where does his career go from here? Um, but, but, but really the main focus right now is on the victim and, and, and to, to make sure that everything's Good in that situation and and uh, the victim gets justice if if in case there was wrongdoing All right so
1: let's discuss this series So Jeremy and I record on Monday the Giants play the Dodgers later that evening and uh rough start both teams uh, three Giants score three in the first Dodgers score two in the first and then it becomes a bullpen game because Gossman, he gets out of the third inning, and he's done. Three innings, three hits, two runs, three <laughs> yeah. walks, five strikeouts. I think he was around 80 pitchers or so, uh, maybe maybe a little bit more than 80. And he turns it over completely to the bullpen. Littell, Garcia, Leon, the aforementioned Jay Jackson, <laughs> Mac Cheese, yeah. they finish it out, they take... Six innings of this game give up one hit and strike out six and uh, walk one. And uh, they win the game, 7-2. to two. The Giants score four in the seventh to kind of break it open. And um, I think uh, it, I, that was uh, a really good feeling because the rest of the series was nail-biting the entire way. Like, so this was the break. If you're like, oh, wow, they scored they scored four in the seventh, seven to two. This is the game where we're like, eh, you know, we're not, we're not worried too bad. Though I know when Mac Cheese came in, some people were like, oh, my God. <laughs> He's, did he actually, you know, give up a hit? Oh, my God. And then, you know, but then he got it out. So, yeah. so it was good. So game two, the Giants were kind of started the same way. The Giants are up. Six to one in the fifth inning. Dodgers score one in the fifth, so it's 6-2. Then they score three in the sixth, so it's 6-5, all the way into the ninth inning. And this was a game where I had to get to bed early, so I'm watching the At The Bat app. While I'm laying in bed because I'm just like, okay, I'll at least, I, I'm not going to watch it on TV. I'll at least be paying attention here. And and once the game's over, then I'll turn it off, go to bed. And the af- aforementioned Tyler Rogers doesn't get an out. Will Smith, three-run jack. Adios Pelota game over. And I was just like, (laughs) Oh my God. Like we had an opportunity to go 2 0. and then, and then at that point, you know, we're, we're, we're home free there. We, we went two out of the four Then I'm fine. And then the next game, the giants actually do it back to the Dodgers. The games two to one into the uh, ninth inning giants are down. And, uh, I don't even want to say poor Kenley, J- Kenley Jansen because he's <laughs> he's been there forever and he's yeah. been on the right side more than he's been on the wrong side against us. And the Giants score three in the ninth off of Jansen. To uh, to come back and win this game, and then Rogers comes back in, like <laughs> like like the the um the I, I was going to use a different word, but the courage uh, of Kapler <laughs> to put Rogers back in after he just yeah. gave up the game was pretty amazing, and uh, Rogers finished it off, and, and the Giants won that game. So they win four to two. They come back. J- J- uh, Jansen had uh, had a couple of problems here. Uh, so, so in this game, I'm watching it. Uh, I think the wife and I, Crystal and I, were watching. I want to say we're watching like Big Brother or something. That's kind of like a, f- a show where we both watch together. And so Big Brother's over, and I flip over to the ninth inning. I know the Giants are losing, and I think Posey leads off. Let me let me make sure. Let me. I'm going to click on to make sure I know what the plays are. Uh, Okay, so uh, Posey leads off, um, and he gets a base hit. So Posey hits Jansen, base hit, good to go. Duggar comes in to pinch run for Posey. There's still no outs. Still, I'm a little like, "Mm, Jansen could just strike out the next three guys, and we'll be done. Wilmer takes a pitch that is a little bit above uh, the strike zone, and hits it out, and I'm just like, "What the heck is going on? Like this, do- like this doesn't happen." And so that was a hanger. Yeah, they, they he 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 hits that ball out. They're up now, um, and then uh, and then they actually get they get another another run because uh, Kirk Cassali walked. Like imagine <laughs> of all the guys to walk with the bases loaded. Right, <laughs> you walk Cassali. Yes, and so they get a they get an extra run, and and then they win, uh, they win that game, four to two, and so at this point you're like, okay, I'm good. We split at the very least. We split, and so I'm a happy camper. Yeah. So I go to the Giants. Uh, Sounds like Giants game, and we'll talk about that in a little bit because I did get to see Marco Luciano play. And so I'm watching kind of on my phone, and I there's like the game is kind of playing in different areas at the Sounds like Giants game. And uh so the Giants are uh De- Clafani's pitching. It's 1-1 going into the 4th and I just go into the to the team store. My stepson had come with me to the game. He's very interested in baseball right now, so nice. I bought him a hat, bought him a San Jose Giants hat. And as we're in the store, they have the game playing and uh I think it was Will Smith hits another home run. And I'm just like, "Oh my god." <laughs> but at the same time I was like, "You know what? We got to I'm not right. going to be greedy. I'll be okay with this. You know, the, the, it's because gone. at that point, each team had
2: won a game they shouldn't have won. Right. So, so yeah. So at that point, you're like,
1: oh, okay, it, it's a weird series. It's the Dodgers. So, yeah. So we're driving home. So it sounds like Giants get killed by the Stockton ports, by the way, <laughs> like just destroyed. <laughs> um, and so uh, driving home and uh, Jensen comes in again, but this time he's got a two run cushion. So top of the ninth, Yastrzemski, Yastrzemski leads off, uh, strikes out. I'm like, eh, okay. You know, we can't ask for this to happen two times. Like, <laughs> right. it can't happen again. Like, this is just not going to happen. So then Flores, again, like, base hit. I'm like, wow. Like, they are showing a little bit of life. Dickerson strikes out. Okay, whatever. This is going to be over. And so now I'm going to bring in the John Miller calls because John yes. Miller does things sometimes where he enunciates in in certain ways that I think the opposite has actually happened from what he is talking about so Solano hits a double and I'm trying to I still haven't seen the replay of this I'm trying to picture the way that that uh, Miller described this double what it sounded like is like it was as if like they played him shallow and he just like hit it to where they weren't, and it was over their head. Like, I still don't know exactly, but that's what it sounded like in Miller's call. And so we get this, you know, I'm just like, okay, Solano gets an extra base hit, and I'm like, oh, Wilmer had to have scored because there's two outs, and he's running on contact. Like, he's had to have scored, and then Miller goes, "Um, yeah, you know, Wilmer's kind of got a bad hamstring. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) oh, no, he didn't score. And so now you're like, okay, well, run around second and third, and uh, and Vossler comes in, uh, and, and Talkman goes to run for for Solano. So I'm like, okay, Vossler, you know, he's he's a patient guy, he he's gonna fight it off. He's not gonna be an easy slim pick and you know an easy win for for Jensen. And so Vossler's just fighting stuff off, fighting stuff off, and then I think I want to say it was uh, I want to say it was three two. Uh, or maybe yeah, I think it was three two, and the way John Miller exclaims for ball four, I was so sure that Vosser struck out. I was about to turn the game off. It's like, oh man! And he, the way he exclaimed it, and he walks him. I was like, wait, what? Like this game is still going. <laughs> like, on? All right. I was like, all right. Even though you tricked me, um, you're you're like he's like playing with my my heart rate is like going with him like the whole time. So then Estrada hits what seems to be a routine ground ball to Chris Taylor at short. There's a force play everywhere. The bases are Ooh. loaded. And Kapler talks about this at the end of the game. He's like, you know, the 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 best play in the whole game was Jason Vossler's... um God, what do they call it? Like it's not it's not his second lead, but his so he gets his lead and then he anticipates and it gets a second I refer, a I, secondary lead. Yeah, secondary lead. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I've been out of coaching baseball for a, a while <laughs>
2: right. now. It's it's the it's the little hop step you do <laughs> exactly as the pitcher's delivering the ball. And you know he's not coming to first base. <laughs> so you can take that little extra hop step away. Yeah, yeah. Second. And so
1: lead. and so Vossler says that the first baseman was playing so far off the bag that he was not worried about getting picked off at, at first. So his secondary is big. Common ground ball, the way that that Miller calls this ground ball is like, oh, you know, game's over. The easy ground ball, throws a second, and it's a close play. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, wait, what are you doing uh, to me? <laughs> I, I I was I was okay with this game being over, and then now you're telling me that the, that that they're going to replay and that there was a close play at second. But in my mind, I'm like, when does that ever get changed, right? Like, right. That it sounds so ludicrous that Jason Vossler got such a big jump on a random ground ball to shortstop that yeah. he could possibly be safe. And then he's safe. And so they get one. And then Darren Ruff, he's at the plate. It's 3-2, of course. <laughs> he takes a check swing and... It was pretty clear that he struck out, and somehow he didn't strike out. And so then he walks, and Miller's going crazy again. And finally, like, right, we get home. So the the ballpark from my house is about – no, it's about 20 minutes away. I got in the car at um, Solano's at-bat. So one, two, three – there's four guys have been up to the plate, and I'm home. (laughs) That's 20 minutes because of this challenge. (laughs) And so then so Darren Ruff walks – they score and i'm like what the hell they So just did you tied sit game.
2: You got home did you sit in the car to finish this? Okay,
1: i would have Mhm. But I mean, you got a kit you got your- Well, my stepson was yeah, yeah, i would have except we have the ability to put the game on our tel on our phone. So i was That's like true. so i was like okay, i had my phone I put it on Hulu. I'm walking with my phone into the house and I'm watching what's going on and then it's like, "Okay, you got to go, you know, get get dressed, get ready for bed. It's already late. You know, we everyone's asleep except for us. <laughs> Be quiet, like make sure, you know, you yeah. don't wake up your sister. Your your mom's going to kill me." <laughs> and then and then I look at the phone and I see uh I don't I forget who the right fielder is, McKinney, like kind of slide and the ball drops in front of him, and I didn't realize that that was Wade who who got the single. And I'm like, "What yeah. is going on? How are they going to win this game?" And then, uh, and then, and then they finish. <laughs> they finish the game. And Mac Cheese, Bellinger fly out, Pollock fly out. He gave up a hit to uh, yeah. to McKinney, and then uh, got a strike, got a strikeout. Bare- One, barely any drama. Barely any drama in the bottom of the. <laughs> I was like, man, that like this is what I get for. You know, because I was such a radio kid back in the day, I always, I'd rather listen yeah. to games than watch games because, yes. but, you know, now it's a little bit different time, but I was like, man, John Miller was going to kill me. <laughs> so that, yeah, so that was my experience <laughs> with Miller and having a heart attack and just, it, it just reminded me of though, like, that's kind of how we did it when we were younger is we, we were like on the edge of our seat for yes. every single call on games we couldn't watch. So that was, uh, that was pretty fun. Absolutely. And I mean, and you're talking about the best in the business,
2: John Miller, uh, of setting you up and giving you that joy, giving you that disappointment. You're living it with him. So I'm going to have to go back and listen to that. I've seen I've seen the ninth, the highlights of the ninth, because my experience with that game was nothing. Because I was on the airplane and we were coming <laughs> home. We landed in Sacramento at 925, right? I lo- we get off. We go down to baggage check. Everybody's hit the bathrooms, done all their things. We've gone down to baggage check. I pick up my phone. I misread the box score on the app. It's 3 one there's a highlight. You know how they put a highlight on the inning that's actually going on sometimes? Yeah, yeah. So on the, on the MLB app, they've highlighted the top of the ninth, and it said three outs, and it was three to one. I know uh, we lost the game three to one. That was for the bottom of the eighth. So the top of the ninth hadn't even happened yet. So we get our bags. We're in Sacramento. We get in the van. We are being shuttled back to the airport or back to the uh, hotel where we spend the night and then drive back to Reno the next day. We get back there. um, We're scrambling for food because the hotel uh, kitchen is closed. So Uh. we're buying, I bought a a bagged chimichanga that I (laughs) heated up in the microwave. At the hotel. Oh, man. And, and, you know, the kids are eating, uh, you know, a cup of noodles. We're heating up the water at the microwave. And then I grab the app and I look and I go, what the hell happened? <laughs> so, so I'm laying in bed. Everybody's, you know, crashing and going to sleep. And I'm, I've got the phone in front of me like this with no sound on, watching all the highlights of yeah. what just happened. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
2: So that was my experience with the game. So I've seen the highlights, but now I'm going to go back tomorrow. I'm going to put on. The, the Bluetooth headphones, earphones. I'm going to go to MLB.TV because you can listen to the radio feeds on mm-hmm. there. So I'm going to listen to that entire night. Now that you've built it up like this, oh. and I'm going to go back and listen to that because this Miller. is exciting. Miller, man.
1: <laughs> Miller. <laughs> um, okay. So, you know, that, that uh. was, that was a series that that's what, yeah. that, that was a series for us. Pittsburgh comes into town, Pittsburgh. If they are not the worst team in baseball, they're that one of a, the worst yeah. teams in baseball and uh the giants did not play a good game on uh on friday they you know you mentioned the the wade error uh and and you know that was kind of it they it was a close game and then he made an error and you know a bunch of stuff happened and, and they end up losing uh and and do you know who's the winning pitcher in this game on friday old friend of or old friend of the giants by the way <clears throat>
2: Oh, uh, oh, let me think. Because he was just with us, uh, it was uh, Jimmy Schurfi, right? No, no, no. He no? was the Dodgers. Schurfi got picked oh, up. Oh, with the Dodgers. That's right. That's old right. friend. He pitched in that
1: series. Chris Stratton gets the Ooh, win wow. against the Giants. Pitches two thirds of an inning to nice. uh, to to relieve the starter, and and he got a win. And he he's having uh, you know he's having a pretty good year as yeah. a reliever. 41, 41 games, fifty one innings. Fifty-one strikeouts, three and zero, two point five eight ERA. So good for him. Maybe, maybe the whole starting gig was was really not because I think he threw no hitter with the Giants. So maybe the whole starting thing wasn't really his cup of tea, and and he yeah. found he's found some success as a as a mid mid innings reliever.
2: A lot of these guys can can hit this part of their career, find two pitches that they're really strong with, and become really good relievers. So good
1: for him. Yeah. So Saturday was a just a nightmare. You yeah. know the Giants don't really play too many bad games. This was a bad game. Gossman got, you know, he got beat up. He 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 rarely gets hit the way that they that they hit him. Four and a third, eight hits, six earned runs, which ballooned his ERA all the way all the way up to two point two one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, Latell also gave up a bunch of runs in his one inning. Uh, and he's been of- solid too, which was rough to watch him get
2: banged around. But yeah.
1: And, and the game was so bad that do you know who pitched the ninth inning in this game? Our buddy <laughs> Mikey Talkman. Man, <laughs> at 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 some point they just might have him like play every position, <laughs> like he's in left field, he's in center field, he's yeah. in right field, making catches up against the wall. Got, I'm sure you got to make some... him
2: the emergency catcher,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> craziness. But um. But yeah, so I mean, so you know that that was a game where you just kind of you, you we wrote that game off pretty yeah. early. I think the game in the fifth inning it was already six one, and we're like, ah, eh, you know that's it's just one of those games. But very thankful that they come back on Sunday and uh, they win running away six to one. Lamont Wade, two Jacks, uh, and and Alex Wood his his uh, win off of a loss. Jay Jackson comes in and gets the hold. And then, you know, we get Rodgers and uh, and McGee throwing the last two innings. But uh, the Giants had uh, three, uh, three solo home runs in the game. Like, that's kind of been yeah. what... The, no, four solo home runs. I'm sorry, because Wade had two of those. <laughs> so out of the yeah. six runs, four solo jacks. Uh, Estrada, Flores, and Wade with two. And I don't know if that... Like, to some extent, I like the fact that they hit home runs. But the fact that they are kind of all or nothing with the offense sometimes a little scary to me because you know you really put some pressure on uh, your pitching staff come you know really important games where you know you're going to be pitched a little harder than than they are currently and they are going to be more games like the Dodgers and that's why I'm not really too frustrated with the first two games of this Pittsburgh series cuz they went through four games against the Dodgers as if this was like playoff baseball And so then you get to Pittsburgh and then Pittsburgh comes in and you're like, eh, you know, it's not the same. And and you have a little bit of a a letdown, but then they, they, uh, they clean it up on Sunday. But you know, those four games against the Dodgers, I was like, all right, you know, we did such a good job. And then you go like, Oh my God, like they're coming back. Like we play them again tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday, they're in San Francisco. So it's like, they're going to be right back. And Giants, Cannot let their foot off the off the gas pedal. You know, they got to win two out of three if they don't want to give up any momentum here. So it's a very interesting series. And you know what? It may not even be the hardest series of the week because the Houston Astros come in for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So talk about like, well, this is a ridiculous week. The Dodgers, so Giants had the best record in baseball. The Astros are second and the Dodgers are third. And they got to play both teams this week. How crazy right. is this? Well, and, and that's the thing is you, you feel like, Oh, after the Dodgers series
2: for four games, we get a rest with the pirates. You can't rest in major league baseball. A team will beat you up. If you let your guard down, it doesn't matter how bad the team is. So the giants are going to have this other three game series coming up. Um, and I pulled some numbers here. Cause it's kind of interesting. So they got Julio Urias in the first game, Walker Bueller and then David Price. Walker Bueller is my nemesis, by the way. He's so it, damn good. Oh, he's, uh, so he's against the Giants this year, 27 innings. Uh, he's pitched in four games, started four games. He's 2-0. Oh. The bullpen has let him down a couple of times. Um, but in 27 innings, he's only given up 17 hits, walked six, and struck out 24. So he's, he's pretty nasty. He has an ERA of one. Uh, against the giants this year three earned runs in those 27 innings uh julio urias um he's one and one against the giants this year um in three games, 18 innings, 17 hits, 10, 10 runs, only uh, nine of those earned 20 strikeouts in 18 innings. And David Price, you know, we saw him earlier in this in the year against the giants three and two thirds innings total. Uh, That was a bullpen game. This will probably be game three will probably be a bullpen game also, but in those three and two thirds innings, he only gave up a hit and struck out six. So, I mean, the giants are going up against three of their, the, the toughest pitchers they face all season in this series against the Dodgers. And like you said, there's no letdown after this series. You can't let down against the Astros. They'll sweep you. I mean, they'll sweep you right uh, out of the ballpark. They're, they're a nasty team. Um, so this is this is <laughs> how many times have I said this this year? This is a really big week <laughs> um because it, I mean it really is it's you know you've got and what do they play three against the Astros um yeah, or is it so so three against the Dodgers, three against the Astros and so then it's they a get s- a little bit
1: of a reprieve by going to Arizona for four but do they, I mean, you know, again, you let, you let your guard down against Arizona in Arizona and they'll score 14 runs against Look, you. I, I, watched, I watched the diamondbacks in person, right? They are not a good baseball team. They're not, yeah, but, but you saw them play Colorado, right? Right. right. But so, yeah. at the, at the same time, what you said is that there, there's a little bit of letdown. So, you know, yeah. they, they could have a, a one game letdown and, you know, Arizona's a major league baseball team, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, I mean, know, you they, know, they, they, they could win, but then, you know, then they go, then they go play the Brewers, which is always interesting, interesting series. Well,
2: And the Brewers are a really good team right now too. And they're looking to add another bat. They will added Willie Adamas. Um, from the, from the Rays, like a month or so, or maybe about, about, about two months ago. And he's been lights out for them. They're, they're looking to add another bat on top of that. So you go into that and, and, you know, so, so looking at the Dodger series that we just finished, the giants got beat up by starting pitching and took to their bullpen. So, you know, what's going to happen this time, the giants are going to knock the crap out of the starters and get shut down by the Dodger (laughs) bullpen. That's just, that's, the way it works and the, and uh you know the giant starting pitching was was pretty good against the dodgers um and then if gossman writes the ship um you know it could be it could be a much better series for everybody um night off tonight i'll watch some mad men i'll uh recuperate and then i'll be ready for the series starting tomorrow it's going to be super exciting you're going to be off uh, you know Tomorrow you're going to be,
1: it'll be weird and and tell me how you, how you did this, but (laughs) it it was was tough. Hawaii (laughs) is we we're three hours behind Pacific time. So when the giants are playing at like eight o'clock, it's really five o'clock in Hawaii.
2: Right, so all the games were 7.15 starts in LA. So at 4.15, the games are starting. Got it. I'm on like my second or third beer. I'm at the <laughs> beach. I'm floating in the water. I'm snorkeling with my GoPro. You know, I'm doing my thing. I'm having a good time and the game started. Then you go back to the room, shower up. We're getting ready to go For to dinner. dinner. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, I'm catching bits and pieces of the game. So that was the hard part. I think there was one game uh where we started at like 11 o'clock because it was like a two or three o'clock start so it was like noon something yeah. like that um but it's funny if you're in a fantasy baseball league i'm waking up at like 6 o'clock in the morning hawaii time um And I'm getting alerts that like, oh, this game started. You have this guy in the lineup. He's not playing today. I'm like, well, I missed it by like two hours. (laughs) (laughs) I was sleeping, man. (laughs) So, but I never got, that was the one thing is I never got fully on hawaii time i think i was up and making coffee by like 6 30 every morning um because i wanted to try to stay you know and and here i wake up at seven so yeah i'm still two three hours off and then we're going to bed i think we like lights out at like 9 30 10 o'clock every night because i didn't want to get too far off right But it doesn't matter because I am so tired right now (laughs) still. And I've been back for like three days, but I'm so exhausted uh, because I had to wake up at five o'clock this morning, which was two o'clock Hawaii time. So I'm still trying to get there. But it, yeah, you're going to have a blast. I mean, you're, you're, you you're going to be looking at your phone while you're at dinner and being like hey the giants are in like the 5th inning and uh it's dinner time and they're in San Francisco what's going on yeah
1: exactly <laughs> uh, okay so um let's uh quickly we have a question all right someone being my son who co-hosted this uh, yes. a few weeks ago he wanted to know adam Frazier. so mm. Pittsburgh trades Adam Frazier to San Diego. Adam Frazier's having an excellent season. And he wants to know, does this move put any urgency on the Giants to make a move? And I think this is an interesting question because I think my... What I think about Adam Frazier is probably a little less than what the... Necessarily like the, the mainstream media thinks about Adam Frazier. And you can use analytics to sort of wonder what adam frazier is doing and if he's like is he having like this really great season yes he is Mm -hmm. but is this indicative of of what he usually does i don't think it is no the one stat that i immediately looked at when he got traded was batting average or batting what is the bapip whatever that's Mm. uh, whatever whatever Batting average against balls in play. Right, right, right. So what that stat does is it tries to tell you whether or not the player is lucky, unlucky, or just sort of like things are happening the way that they should be happening. His batting average against, balls batting average, balls in play, whatever, is like so much higher than it's ever been in his career, which gives you a little bit of the thought that he's just a little luckier than he's been. Now, can you duplicate luck? Probably not. Like, you would think that he would come down. That is not to take away what's happening with him, because he's hitting almost 330. And he's going to help the Padres, because plays he can play second base, and he can play the outfield. So, you know, we, we know, the Giants know that, you know, Giants fans know that having the option defensively to just kind of fill in allows you to keep a, a hot bat in the lineup. So I think it's, I think it's going to be a, a really solid pickup for them. I'm not so necessarily sold that this is exactly who he is or who he will be. So to that extent, I'm like, okay, Padres got him. good for him. Maybe he's not as good as the season that he's having, but still they, what they did was they kind of, um, they took the first shot, right? The Dodgers and the giants and the Padres are all kind of in this mix and you know, they're, Three of the teams that that are supposed to be contending for, uh, you know, for the crown in the NL. Now, you mentioned the Brewers. The Brewers are sneaking up on everybody. Yes. The Giants have 62 wins. The Brewers have 58 wins, and I literally have not heard anybody (laughs) in the national media talk about them (laughs) at all. I've had
2: my eye on them for a couple of weeks now because they are playing just Crazy baseball right now I mean and and they have been for like a month they've been nonstop playing really good baseball so if they so 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 to answer your question, Brian, yes, this puts pressure on the Giants, it puts pressure on the dodgers, it puts pressure on the Mets it puts pressure on anybody else in the national league because the San Diego Padres are the paper world champions of 2021 and they won that title in the offseason of this year. So everybody is still kind of trying to chase that ghost. the Padres still think they're going to win the world series? And that's, that's good. I mean, they should think that they're going to because they have a really good team. Um, like you said too, Adam Frazier does not have the track record of being a great baseball player, right. but he's, he's a, a, he's
1: a really solid baseball
2: player. He's a solid baseball player. He is a very good piece for this team. He's going to fit into this lineup really well. They have had a hole at second base all season long that they've been trying to kind of fill. And I, and I think this is going to help them, um, is it the piece that puts them over the top? No, they're already looking for another starting pitcher, um, w- which is fine. The Giants, though, do have guys who are coming back. Brandon Belt, Brandon Crawford, the best hitter on the Giants team, Brandon Crawford. Uh, is still it will be coming back that's a piece they're going to get and they're still playing good baseball four and three against the dodgers and the pirates i mean it should have been five and two six and one maybe but still they're they're staying afloat um tommy listella evan longoria who was just playing great baseball before he got hurt too so if the giants don't make an offensive move and i said this on twitter yesterday if the giants don't make an offensive move i'm not going to be shocked i'm not going to be hurt i'm not going to be mad about that if they don't make an offensive move before if they don't make a pitching move back into the bullpen another starter i'm going to be shocked and surprised uh joey bart's name was thrown out there yesterday how valid is that i don't know but i've talked about that earlier in 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 the season i talked about this on 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 our show that you know, Joey Bart could be a piece to be moved. We've got Patrick Bailey. We've got Genovese, uh, who's a, another great catcher. This regime did not draft Joey Bart. So if he's gone, I'm not shocked. Um, they better get somebody like Max Scherzer in his place or somebody that they can, that they have control over from, for, for a few years, at least three or four years, uh, down the line. Um, But yeah, shot fired by the Padres. I mean, after today, we've got four days left before the trade deadline. So it's going to get, it's going to get really fun. Um, I'll try not to text you too early hawaiian time i'll try to just i'll make sure it's like you know 7 a.m so 10, 10 a.m here how about that there's a rule okay 10 a.m., or whatever crystal says because that's <laughs> you're not the rule maker by the way she's the rule maker so whatever she says i won't text you you know before that time but yeah it's gonna it's gonna get fun in the next four days but yeah shots fired by the padres and let's go let's do this i'm excited i love the trade deadline for baseball it's my favorite trade deadline
1: Okay, so Jim Bowden, writer mm-hmm. for the athletic, and he was also um, he was a GM, right? Jim yes, he was uh, with the, I
2: want to say Reds. I want to say Nationals. Uh, I'll look it up. You go ahead.
1: Yeah, the Reds and Nationals. You're 100% Okay, Red. there you go. Yeah, 1999 yeah. Executive He's, of the Year by Baseball America. I
2: used to listen to his morning show on MLB radio on uh, XM uh, a few years
1: ago, and it was a fun show. It was a really, really good show. He's very knowledgeable. Okay, so he has a trade for the, Na- for the Dodgers, the Giants, and the Padres. His Dodgers trade is the Nationals trade Max Scherzer to the Dodgers for Diego Cartaya and Ryan Pepio. Uh I think mm. Cartaya is a, is a pretty high prospect in the Dodgers organization. But I was just like that's it. Like it, <laughs> like wow, that's it. For Scherzer can't can't well, we is Scherzer replicate f- that? I think we could,
2: but but is Scherzer a free agent yes, after this year? Yeah, be, yeah. So There's not going to be a lot involved in that. And the Nationals just got swept by the Orioles this weekend. So that kind of makes Scherzer a little more available at this point, too. Because say they would have swept the Orioles and kind of jumped back into it a little bit more. I think they're seven games back now. So I I would imagine at this point, Rizzo, the GM for the Nationals, is like, all
1: right, we'll sell. It's (laughs) it's time. Like, like here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. You have teams. So in the National League West, Dodgers, Giants, Padres, they're fighting it out. Colorado yeah. and Arizona, they're already thinking about the draft. Like, or yes. not? Not even this year's draft. Next year's draft. they're thinking about. You know, what are we? How are we going to sell off some of these high high prices? Yeah, losses. they're looking to
2: unload. Maybe even Bumgarner. We may even see Bumgarner get moved
1: this this deadline. So the Mets are fifty-two and forty-five. The Phillies are in second place, 49-49. Atlanta, who lost their best player, but they're trading for guys. They're trying to make a run. They're 49 and 50. But Washington and, um, and Miami, unless you know something crazy happens, which Washington is playing at a, a a minus 26 run differential. So I don't think that they're real. Though Philadelphia yeah. is at minus 23, so they might not be real either. They, they you know, so they're those are teams that are probably going like, okay, like we we you know, maybe we trade some guys off too. But in the central, like I was mentioning um Milwaukee, Cincinnati's three games over five hundred, six and a half six and a half games back, St. Louis is playing five hundred baseball. The Cubs are just below five hundred baseball. Those three teams, Chicago, St. Louis, Cincinnati, they're gonna have to decide. I think Cincinnati probably tries to make a run, um, though yep. I don't I don't think that they're real either um but there are more teams in the NL the National League that I think probably decide that they are sellers and not buyers um so i you know the the idea that the Giants the Dodgers and the Padres are like fighting for these spots i think is pretty real because if you look at the wild card race Dodgers and the Padres are in the the first two spots of the wild card and then the next spot would be Cincinnati, and they have seven wins less than the Padres. So, yeah. you know, you're really talking about def- definition of buyers and sellers based off of that wild card race. Does Cincinnati think they have a shot at, you know, six and a half games back in Milwaukee or you know it's five and a half games back of San Diego I'm not quite sure that I would think that we that they would have a great shot and Philadelphia is at playing 500 ball I mean they got Bryce Harper so you kind of have to to fight for it a little bit but I don't know like these all these teams outside of the division winners or the division leaders in the East and the Central may all just decide like we're sellers guys like we're not catching these other teams <laughs> Well, and that's the thing with uh, with teams like that, like Cincinnati, they kind of have
2: to look at their division and say, this is our shot. It's not going to be the Padres. It's not going to be the Dodgers. It's not going to be the Giants. It's not going to be that wild card spot. We really have to go after the Brewers and and the Reds had a lot of high hopes at the beginning of the season too, even though they let Bauer walk, um, you know, without trying to lock him up or do anything else, uh, which again, hindsight, fantastic move um but the the reds you know they they have a young team too and they were in the playoffs last year uh yeah. you no know, i mean you know everybody was in the playoffs last week <laughs> but, but, you know whole different year but uh but yeah so so i could see the reds kind of making a little bit of a run um but really it's i mean yeah god it's it you kind of have to say, you have to look at that and say, we got to put our sights on the Brewers because they have so many games left against in division teams versus you can't make up that ground on the Padres because you're not going to play the Padres a bunch of times. You're not going to play the Dodgers or the Giants a bunch of times, but you are going to play the Brewers a lot of times the rest of the season. Um, You sweep them in, in, in one series and all of a sudden you've cut that in half and you're three and a half games back then you've got a shot at it you feel like you hey we can we can make this happen so
1: all right so last uh, last part of this show i just yeah. want to quickly talk about my trip to san jose Ooh. to watch the san jose giants play stockton ports now san jose giants have a really good record stockton ports have a terrible record and of course the stockton ports beat the bumps off of the Giants that's baseball what I want to talk about a little bit is these prospects because um you know I got to see the number one prospect in all the Giants organization Marco Luciano he looks Mm -hmm. great up there he looks like a, a man amongst boys I didn't get to see too many of the the pitching prospects that are there um the guys that I saw throw for the Giants were not great they were like you know topping off at like 92 miles an hour which is great for you know whatever but in today's day and age you know the velocity that you see with these guys pumping high 90s all the time like there was none of those guys but uh i wanted to play a little video of um of some of uh luciano's ab's i think he went three for five i have two of his hits in this video it's literally 55 seconds people (laughs) watching on video You'll, you'll enjoy the, you know, my, my amateurish uh, videography. <laughs> but for those who are listening on, uh, on the podcast, I'll, I'll, what I'll do is I'll link the YouTube video that I put up in the podcast feed. So if you want to watch it, you can check it out. But let's uh, let's play the video of Marco Luciano to, uh, I think he goes two for three in these ABs that, uh, that I get, actually get video of. Here we go. Oh! All right, so you got to see a nice little double into, into right field off the wall. You saw a little bit of uh, – he was – the one thing that's interesting is he's off on his front foot a couple different times, but he's so strong. Yeah. Even that fly out – because, you know, you, you've you been to Municipal Stadium. Mm-hmm. I think now it's called Excite Field Ooh. or something. <laughs> Fancy. <laughs> but, you know, that's a, the, the, that's a deep park. That's not an easy yeah. – park to hit home runs at so one of the the last one he was off on his front foot and really just threw his hands at it and he you know hit the ball to to the warning track or whatever but it was really fun to see him he was DHing, so i didn't get to see any defense but you know to see uh i was thinking of guys who i had seen when i was going to games as a kid um i remember seeing guys like mike Aldretti, um royce clayton my, my biggest memory is uh, Griffey, when he comes up with oh, yeah. San Bernardino, he comes up and Griffey's like, he's the, you know, we used to call it the cock of the walk, right? He's just <laughs> like, he's like the rooster just <laughs> popping his head out. He's yeah. the man, right? And so there's a doubleheader and we all had gotten his autograph. He was signing autographs. So We've got it all in this program. And so uh, there's a double play ball, Griffey's on first. You remember the Giants second baseman, John Patterson? Oh yeah. So John Patterson at second, they're trying to turn double play, and Griffey just smokes John Patterson <laughs> at second base. <laughs> just like my God. Uh. Just takes him out. And Patterson gets up and like it's almost like even though Griffey's the one that, you know, made the hard the hard play. Yeah, it's almost like Griffey's mad at Patterson for like hanging in there. They didn't turn the double play, but but uh, you know, and so Patterson and him are jawing at each other. And I was like, "Screw this, Griffey guy!" And I scribbled out the <laughs> autograph. I was like, "Don't mess with my guy, John Patterson." Man. <laughs> that is awesome. God, I would have. What I would have been like twelve years old or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. But you know, guys like uh, you know those guys, and then when my kids were small, we have pictures from. I want to say it's two thousand and nine, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Uh, Buster Posey and Roger Kieschnick come to the lo- the mall and to the Giants dugout store, and so we get in line and we get their autographs on these uh, these miniature bats. I still have it somewhere. I-, I should probably pull it out for just for good luck with this show. <laughs> it, throw it throwing on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, and so we got to see Posey and. Posey hits like two opposite field doubles off the right field wall. Uh, Thomas Neal, who was in that in the giant system, never made it to the big right. club. Um, you remember Brian Bocock, oh, uh, yeah. who was all field, no hit. He was like the, yeah. the second coming of Johnny <laughs> Uh Russ Ortiz. We saw Russ Ortiz. So we saw a lot of really yeah. good guys come through. So it's really cool to see Luciano come through. They have a couple other guys uh Luis Matos did not play. Mm. Uh Alexander Canario played, but he didn't really do too much. And uh Kyle Kyle Harrison is the is the is the lefty who who pitched. Um he didn't he did he did not throw that game. That's the guy I wanted to see throw because I know he's yeah, got some stuff. But you know what? I, I I forgot to go to the Giants trade in this in this Jim Bowden thing because one of these trades had to do with Kyle Harrison. Mm. So Bowden says the Marlins should trade Starling Marte and right-handed pitcher Pablo Lopez, who's actually the name of uh, one of my good friends from junior high school, uh, (laughs) to the Giants for Joey Bart, Kyle Harrison, and Hydro Palmeris. Hmm. So I do not like the Giants trading Bart and Harrison. I feel like that's too much at this point. But maybe that's the asking price for Marte at this point. Like, would you be okay with giving up two of your top five or six prospects? How
2: how much time do we have left with Marte? I think it's this year. No.
1: (laughs) Okay, that was my feeling,
0: too.
2: Yeah, if you're going to trade Bart, just Bart by himself you want control back i mean i yeah i can understand making a run um but it's it's been made clear by farhan zaidi that you know we're still building so we are going to be smart with our moves you don't want to just ditch a guy like Bart if you're going to get a guy back for a half of a season to try to make a run. I mean, the Giants are a good team. They can continue to build off of that. I think the Padres are in a situation where they're a good team. Yes, they have some young players, but they also have you Darvish. They also have, uh, they have guys who aren't going to be around on the team much longer, so they're kind of making that run. The Dodgers are trying to um, win back-to-back. Championships, which would equal one and a half. Championships. (laughs) It it, it wouldn't be two. It would be back to back to back one and a half championship. So so and and so they're trying to kind of build off of that. And they also have they also have the farm system to do that. Giants have a good farm system and they're still building that farm system. And what are they draft? All pitchers this last draft. Uh so they're still building that system. No, you don't trade Joey Bart for a half a season rental. Um, and you also don't throw in other players that are uh in your top 20. Um prospect list for a, a half a season rental. No, I don't like that one.
1: And then the Padres trade, they already made a trade yesterday, but he says they should, the twins should trade Jose Barrios and Taylor Rogers, who I think are their top arms that, that people are actually trying to get. So yep. he wants both of those guys to go to the Padres for Ryan Weathers, Egu, Rosario and Joshua mm-hmm. Mears. And I guess Weathers is the one who is the top prospect, uh, for the Padres. So I don't know the, you know, Bowden, he, he does a lot of this prospect stuff. He does a lot of this GM stuff. He so does. That's what, that's yeah. what he thinks. But man, talk, if, if any of these things were to happen, like those are all really big deals.
2: So well, I'm looking at Jose Barrios cause I want to see his contract. I like Barrios and I would be good with that. I would be He's good only with 27. Yeah, I'd be good with him and and Rogers. So Barrios is the rest of this season, uh third year of arbitration next year and then that's it. I, unrestricted free agent after that. So again, that's not a lot of control mm-hmm. for a player who's 27 years old. You got a 27-year-old. I mean, you have to be really sure this is a this is a crowded field in the National League West. If the Giants had a seven-game lead on the Dodgers and they were faltering and the Padres were nowhere to be seen, and the Giants were just contending with winning the West. And then, you know, but but it's still at this point, it's still not a lock on the West. The Dodgers are right behind us. They can go on a run. We've seen it before. The Padres are re- are, are just loading up right now. So it's going to be it's a crowded field and a battle. I don't know if you go if you put all your chips in at this point, if you're the giants, I, I just don't know if 2021 is the right year to do that when you're still trying to build that team. And again, you're getting players back in belt Crawford and, and Lestella and Longoria. You're getting four starters back here pretty soon. So I don't know if I go all in with something like that. I just, I, I don't think I'd feel comfortable as a fan
1: all right i know we went a little longer today than we normally do but we were excited the giants beat the dodgers three out of four and brad's back and i'm leaving so we had a lot to catch up on considering we were not going to record probably for another 10 days but uh this was a lot of fun the giants are still in first place it's kind of unbelievable (laughs) that they are because of what you just said right they're they're down four starters yeah they're still playing really good baseball they're 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 doing their thing here and then you know when we when we come back the trade deadline will have happened so we'll sort of figure out what uh, all, all the stuff there and then yeah so you know um i, I just i, I don't you, we don't usually uh talk about sort of the the podcast and um the the youtube uh the youtube page but just wanted to throw this out there again so follow us Thompson to Clark on all social media Brad does a lot of the tweeting a lot of the Game tweeting, and I know you go back and forth with with a lot of people, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And also on Facebook and YouTube, you know, search Thompson to Clark. You know, we want to get those YouTube numbers up so that uh, you know we we can continue to do this stuff because I, I really enjoy the video stuff as well. You can see how Brad has even configured his office to to look like. <laughs> you know a podcast studio <laughs> as much as possible. Is that what? It,
0: yeah, I guess.
1: It's a studio, what the hell. <laughs> so yeah, so check us out on all places. Also go to uh Apple and uh, Apple Podcasts, search for us, subscribe to us and uh, submit a you know, submit a review. We we have a, we have a handful of reviews up there and all positive and we thank everybody who's done that but yes, you know, the way that we can actually move up in the rankings is to get more reviews. That's the way Apple does it. So definitely leave us a review if you can. Five stars for the Thompson & Clark podcast. So for Brad, I am Double G. We will see you when we see you. Peace out. Peace. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health.